Hello, Mama. So excited to be here with you today, coming to you from my cozy closet. <laughs> I hope you're having a beautiful day and you are not in a closet and you're in the sunshine or somewhere lovely. At least you can see the sunshine. There's no sunshine at all in here, so... But it's honestly great. Uh, and I am happy to be here. I'm excited to continue our series or maybe wrap it up. I don't know if this is the last one or if there'll be one more, but um, get, getting close to wrapping up our series on mom guilt. We've been kind of intertwining it with a series on biblical discipline. And I, I don't know about you, but I've really been enjoying both sides of it. And uh, I think mom guilt especially is something that we all struggle with at times. And so I've pulled just different answers from from you from the Facebook group. And if you're not in there yet, please jump in. I love hearing your stories. I love hearing what you're struggling with. Not that I love that you're struggling with it, but I love just to know who you are and make sure I'm being relevant and be able to directly speak to some of the things you're walking through. And so that's what exactly what I've done in this series. I've, I've pulled some of your answers and even some of the phrasing because it's so relevant to all of us. And so uh, this today we're talking about what to do when you feel like you're failing as a mom. And this is someone's answer from when they joined the Facebook group. If you're not in it yet, you can find it at bit.ly. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash Morning Mama Facebook group. Or you can go into Facebook and search for Morning Mama Collective. You can go in the show notes, click on the link. You've probably heard me talk about it a million times. It's there for you. I'd love to meet you. Uh, me and Lauren run the group. She's amazing. This amazing Kiwi from New Zealand. I mean, I guess that's kind of redundant, but she, in case you don't know what a Kiwi is, she is amazing and so encouraging and good at pouring out. So I'm so grateful for her and would love to see you over there. But I, I think today there are moments as a mother and, you know, even apart from being a mother, but we're today we're talking about being a mother where we feel like we're failing. We feel like, why am I even trying? What am I even doing? But unlike other jobs or tasks that we might feel this in, we can't just give up this whole motherhood thing, right? That's not an option. And so we have to figure out what to do with this feeling because I don't believe it is from God. I don't believe you need to sit in this forever. I don't believe it should be the pervasive feeling or thought that you pull from motherhood. And so let's talk today about what to do with that. And I have some strategy for you, some steps to walk you through. You know how practical I am. I love to give you some um, steps to journal about and walk through. So make sure you have a pen and paper ready. And we're going to dive in. I'm so excited. So get ready. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, so today we're talking about what to do when you feel like you're failing as a mom. And I really believe we all have days like this where we put the kids to bed, we plop on the couch, and then we feel that feeling that is familiar to some of us, maybe not as much to others, but we all know it, is that feeling of I failed today. 
we feel like we didn't give enough, enough attention, enough hugs, enough patience, enough encouragement, enough of whatever. Uh, maybe the house is a mess. Maybe everyone screamed and went to bed in protest. And when we look at this and we look at the evidence that's before us, all we can think is that this means we failed. This is what failure looks like. And You know, for some of you, this isn't just an odd day every now and again, but this is how you end most of your days. Um, And maybe this has been true for months or years. And so for all of you, whether it's just an odd day here or there, or this is the pervasive feeling that you um, are in in motherhood in this season, I have something to share for all of you today. Um, Yeah, no matter where you're at on that spectrum. And I know as a mother, I I say all of this because I've been there. Like, I know what that feeling feels like when I sit on the couch and it's like, okay, time to just relax and take a breath to myself. But I have this gnawing feeling like, oh man, ah, today was a waste. Like I failed it. And so just know you're in good company if that's you. Um, and, And I know it's not just me. If someone else said this and I also relate to it, I know there's so many more moms out there. And so it's time that we shed a light on this. It's time we take back control over this feeling because it is not what God has for you. So this is what I want you to do. Um, In these moments, and I want you to follow this exercise every time this feeling comes up. So have maybe notes about the steps ready so that every time this moment comes up, this feeling comes up, you can walk back through them. And I'm sure it's going to get faster for you every time. You're going to kind of know, oh, this is what's causing it. This is what I need to do about it, blah, blah, blah. First time it might take a little bit longer, but this is really good introspection that you need to do. And then after I share kind of the steps with you, I'm going to go over just a couple um, overarching things that might be going on if this is the pervasive feeling that you have in this season. There might be some bigger things at play, some bigger steps you need to take if this is all you're feeling all the time. But we'll get there. So first of all, so get your pen and your paper. And the first thing that I want you to do when these feelings come up is I want you to assess, and you know, I'm big on assessing things, assess why you feel this way. Like sit down and think about it. What has contributed throughout this day? Let's get specific here. What in this day is making me feel? feel this overwhelming feeling. And the reason that we do this is sometimes feelings just feel so overwhelming and so big because we don't understand them. We don't understand where they're coming from. And sometimes it can be the smallest moment from our day that um, just went wrong or we feel like we reacted in the wrong way or someone gave us some negative feedback or whatever it was. And that one little moment can trigger us and we kind of go through the rest of the day dysregulated and we don't realize it was just this one moment that triggered this big feeling and we just think, oh, well, this just must be true. I'm a failure. When maybe it was just literally one second where you yelled at your child and you never really recovered from that. So and maybe it's more, it could be more as well. But for, for some of us or some days, it's just going to be a little moment. And some days it'll be many stacked up. Both are great answers, but I want you to get specific. Write down what about the day makes you feel like you failed. Was it a series of events? Was it one specific moment like I'm talking about? Was it something you did do, like, you know, yelling or losing your temper? Was it something you didn't do, like hug your kid or play with them? Like, what are the things? And to make this a little cleaner and more organized, 
what I want you to do is to uh, make kind of like a, a chart on your page and organize all of the thoughts that come up um, and, and moments throughout the day. I want you to organize it into a column of wins and a column of uh, quote unquote fails. So if you're going to paint this label on yourself of being a failure, let's get specific, like what moments were those and write them down and be honest with yourself. Be honest in, in terms of like, oh yeah, I actually did totally mess up here, but also be honest in terms of actually, I totally rocked this thing. I made the best lunch in the whole world, or I was super present during bedtime or whatever it is. Like be honest about both sides of things. Like don't be too harsh on yourself. Don't be too lenient. Just, just, look at it with these neutral eyes. Um, there's no right or wrong here. It doesn't matter if your win column's bigger. It doesn't matter if your fail column's bigger. Neither means that you failed or didn't fail. We're going to, it's just information for us to look at so that we know what to do with it. So we know how to process this big feeling that's going on for you. So I want you to take some time here and really think through the different events of the day, the good, the bad, all of it, and just take some time to remember the little moments, the ones you forgot. Think about what you did throughout the day, what your kids did, where you were, all of the things, and just start listing out your wins and your quote unquote fails. Okay, now after you've taken some time to do that, I want you to sit back once you have your list complete and I want you to ask yourself a few questions. So the first question I want you to ask yourself and journal about these answers is, if my best friend, as long as you have a healthy best friend, if my best friend looked at this list, would they think, would they say that I failed today? And maybe they wouldn't say it out loud, but would they think it? Would they think, oof, yeah, this was a pretty bad mom day, okay? And we, we have to take someone else's voice because yours probably is a little biased. And so you have to look at it from this outside perspective and think someone that you love, someone that cares about you, what would they think if they looked at this list? And by the way, if you think they would look at it and genuinely think, whoa, you really did fail today, that's totally okay. I mean, think about it. Have you ever been in a job at any point in your life and had a day where you totally messed up? You didn't get enough work done. You did the project completely wrong. You dropped the ball somewhere. Like whatever it is, you end the day feeling like you're failing and you kind of really did fail in a way. Has there ever been a moment like that in any job? My guess is for most of you at some point in your life that has been true or maybe in school. Okay. And here's the thing. We know that being a mom is a job that is 24 seven. And a job that we have that never ends, like, and the, the heart of it is for decades. So there will be points where we do fail. We are not capable of getting it all right all the time. And so if you look at it and you're like, whoa, yep, she would say I totally failed. That's okay. We're going to keep going from here. But I just want you to, to know that that is totally okay if that is the takeaway. But I'm still going to have some action steps for you because you don't just have to take that overwhelming feeling of failing and, and label yourself as a failure as a mother. Let's do something about this because there are steps to be taken. There is freedom to be had here still, even if that's what happened. And if you look at that list and you think, oh, no, my best friend would say, uh, what are you talking about? Like, you killed it today. I don't even understand why you feel like you failed. Whoa, okay, so that means that there's some work to do here. It means there is something getting 
off. There, there is some kind of unrealistic expectation going on. And that's the questions I want you to go into next. So the next question I want you to ask yourself is, are my expectations of motherhood reasonable? You have trouble figuring out what is reasonable. Think about, you know, what some of your best mom friends would do, what, what, what they would think is reasonable. Now, you do need to be careful with this question, though, as well about comparison, because that might be one of the things that is contributing to this feeling of failing. We've talked about this a lot on the podcast don't know what episodes, man, I'm losing track of what episodes are where, but we've talked a lot about how comparison is going to steal from us. God has given us specific gifts as mothers, and they're going to look different from our neighbor's gifts. They're going to look different from the mom, the other mom at preschool drop-off and the mom down the other mom down the street. They're going to look different from everyone else's gifts. And so if we compare our gifts in motherhood to someone else's gifts, we're always going to fall short. We're always going to look less and we're going to feel like we're failing. And so we have to pay attention if we're doing that because God gives us specific things. So for me, you probably heard me talk about it, but crafts and that sort of thing is not my motherhood gift. I uh, don't have the patience and I just had never have the desire. And I always say, oh yeah, maybe another day, but which is terrible in some ways, but you know, I have, he has a great grandma that loves that. And you know, he has that in his life. He does it constantly at preschool and church. So he's getting his fill. But I, if I were to just compare myself to other mothers that do these Pinterest level crafts and all of these amazing things, I would totally feel like a failure. But I know that God has given me different gifts. And the thing that I love to do the most is to teach my kids and to to unpack the Bible for them and unpack different concepts as, as they grow up. It's so much fun for me. And to ask them, you know, penetrating questions and just kind of get to the core of things. I just love all of that. And so that's something I'm good at. And so I need to celebrate that. It doesn't make me better or worse than anyone else. Those are just the gifts that I have been given. And we can always strengthen different parts of our gifts. Like we are all called to be teachers as mothers. And so, you know, we can strengthen those or, you know, get certain um, curriculum to support us or whatever it is. But we should not compare ourselves to someone else's gifts. And remember, God chose you to be the mother to your kids. So he chose the gifts that they needed. And so even like maybe a better example of something I love in motherhood, one of my strengths is taking my kids out for into nature and on hikes and walks and uh, picnics and that kind of thing going on. Yeah. Long walks. Um, I love all of that so much. I love them playing in the dirt. I love them playing with sticks, climbing trees, like getting dirty. That is some of my favorite stuff. I grew up in Colorado, so I think I just was influenced by that. And so now it's some of my favorite things to do with my kids. Now, The mom that is super awesome at crafts, she might actually despise that, like the dirt under the fingernails and the clothes getting dirty. Like maybe that is awful to her, just like glue sticks and glitter are for me. (laughs) And so I, but, but neither of us can compare ourselves to each other because God gave us the gifts we need for our kids. So you need to celebrate that. So make sure you got comparison in check. And so as you're asking yourself, are my expectations of motherhood reasonable? You need to keep that in mind. And a couple of things too to know as you're asking yourself this question, if you expect, and I think you already know this, but just have to remind you, if you expect yourself to be perfect, to never mess up, to always know exactly what to do, to never feel anything negative, then your expectations are completely unreasonable. 
that's just not the reality of motherhood. Remember, it's a 24-7 job. So you're going to mess up. It's going to get messy at times. You're going to fail. That is just part of it. So if your expectations don't include that as part of motherhood, then yes, they are unrealistic. And so I want you to, to just to journal on that. Are your expectations of motherhood reasonable? And if so, why? If not, why? Just kind of reflect on that for a while. And another thing I want to note is if you think that you can protect your kids from every bad thing, then that is also another unreasonable expectation of motherhood. Part of living in this sinful fallen world is that our kids are going to get hurt. Our kids are going to be hurt by us. Our kids are going to be hurt by others. Our kids are going to make mistakes. Our kids are going to fall into sin. Our kids are going to, it gets messy like we're talking about. That will happen and it is impossible to protect our kids from everything. And if we try to, actually, we're going to hold them back and we're going to create an atmosphere of fear. And so if your expectation of motherhood is that you're perfectly protecting them and sheltering them, then that is another unrealistic expectation that you need to work through. Okay, the next question that I want you to reflect on is to ask yourself if your expectations of your kids are reasonable. So think about your expectations that you have for your kids. Are they reasonable? Or would your best friend think they're reasonable? Or would your kids think they're reasonable? Or do you think they line up with God's word? Are they reasonable? And some indicators that they might not be reasonable is, um, you know, ask yourself these questions. Do I allow them room to make mistakes? Do I allow them room to mess up? And am I waiting on the other side with grace and love and consequences, depending on what it is? But do I give them space for that? Or am I constantly expecting them to just live up to this perfect standard? Do I give them space for that learning and growing process? Now, if you have heard my recent episodes, you know how I feel about maintaining high standards for our kids. So I'm not talking about dropping our standards. I'm not talking about, uh, you know, lowering those and, and allowing them to to do what they want or to not um, be aware that they have sinned. Like, I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying, like, do you know that part of raising them, part of being on this journey with them is that they're going to mess up at times. You allow that room for that and your expectations of them. And another question to ask yourself is, are you putting too much emphasis on ungodly goals? So we talked a little bit about this, I think in the last episode 101, um, some goals that um, seem good and, and and society would say they're great and they kind of make sense, like, uh, like academically, like we want them to achieve and do well and succeed. And those are good, but they're, they're ultimately not the, the ultimate goal. They're not the, the big picture that we're aiming for. They're called to excellence. They're called to doing their best, but, but through the lens of doing that, uh, before God, as we do everything at, to our best ability as if we're doing it to God, not to just check off getting straight A's or not to just check off success and succeeding. And so do you have maybe some ungodly goals that you're holding them to in an unreasonable way that is all of your focus and those goals have become part of your expectations for them? And maybe they're unreasonable. 
This is something you have to reflect on. I don't know the exact answer for you, but I want you to think through that. Do you allow for their strengths and weaknesses, right? Every kid is so awesome at something and not so awesome at something else, just like we are as moms. Do you allow room for that while still challenging them to do their best and to do everything as if they're doing it to God and to be disciplined, right? We're still challenging them. We're still pushing them, but we're also allowing them space to be who God made them to be and not expecting something else from them. So where are you at? Are your expectations of your kids reasonable? Now, I think generally speaking, now I think everyone can fall into different spots, but generally speaking, I've seen recently in, in culture, the more common problem is we put too many expectations on ourselves, and actually not enough on our kids. I think this is kind of the way that culture is heading. I've been talking a lot about it, but I think often we end up, this is kind of where this idea of mom guilt comes from, is we think that we have to do everything and be perfect and do all of these things and say every single word the right way. And our kids just have to be their age and that's about it. And we are walking with them through everything. And it's kind of an exaggeration of what we've been talking about. But I, I just see this trend happening. And so I I imagine for many of you, those high expectations are on yourself and that might be part of what is weighing you down and you actually might need to up the expectations for your kids. Okay. The next question that I want you to sit on and, and reflect on and journal on is if I believe this is what failure looks like, what would success look like? So if you go through these these questions and you reflect on the day and you still feel like this is what failure looks like, I want you to think about and really spend a good amount of time here, what would success look like? And I really want you to, to do like a vision casting exercise. Um, I have a whole episode about it. It's like near number 10, maybe just under 10 or just above 10. One of the first episodes I've done. And, you know, the world does these kind of exercises a lot. And so what I encourage you to do is to do it with the Holy Spirit. So invite God in with you as you cast this vision and be really specific about this this vision casting. Paint a, a crystal clear picture of what a successful day would look like. When you wake up in the morning, how would you feel getting out of bed? When you go and wake your kids up, how would, how would they feel? How would you feel? What would everyone be wearing? What would you guys do next? What would you have for breakfast? What, what would you do in the morning before school? Like paint a super clear, specific picture of what success would look like. What a day of success would look like. What would your interactions look like? What would you do together? What would your alone time look like? What would you feel like? What everything that that might be relevant to that success. What would it look like? And I want you to paint this this clear, specific, long picture because if you're going to say this is failure, you need to know what you're working towards. You need to have a picture because maybe there is a gap. And that's what we're going to talk about in a minute of what those gaps might be. Maybe there is a gap of something that's missing in your parenting. Maybe that is there. 
You know, sometimes it's our minds and uh, well, probably for all of you, there's at least some of that at play where we're being too harsh on ourselves and we're uh, allowing the enemy's lies to get into our minds and our hearts. So there's for all of you, there's, there's going to be an aspect of that. But there, in addition to that, there also might be some practical things that you need to do in order to get to a better place in order to get to that vision that you're casting of what you want your motherhood to look like, what you want it to feel like, what you want your kids to feel like. So spend some time doing this exercise. And this is something you can look back on for months. You know, I usually try and do this about once a year or so and and kind of redo that vision. But It's something that for me, when I've done this vision casting before, it wasn't specifically for my motherhood, but more like my year and what I wanted my year to look like. But I I go back frequently to remember what I wrote there because those are all the things I know I'm striving towards. And they're all the things that I believe that God has for me, especially when we do this exercise, uh, asking the Holy Spirit to join us and he's going to guide our thoughts and help us lay out this, this beautiful picture of where he wants to take us. And so make sure you spend some time doing this and this, you know, if you go through these steps each each time this comes up in a day, you don't necessarily have to redo this part of the, the steps. Just reflect on what you wrote last time. Uh, what was that vision? What What is missing from it? Like read through it and kind of assess, whoa, okay, this is where I got off or this is what's missing. Um, and so spend some time this first time around going through so that you can look back on that each time this feeling of failure comes up for you. So, okay, after you do your vision casting exercise about what you want your motherhood to look like, what would success look like, the last thing I want you to do is to figure out what steps, if any, you need to take in order to get to that place from your vision casting. Where, what do you need to do to get to that place where you are living that motherhood, where you wake up with joy and you wake your kids up with joy. And now, don't get me wrong, there's always going to be hard moments in anything we're doing in life. We live in a broken, fallen world, so it's not going to be perfect all the time. But even even in that vision casting exercise, you can write down what you want it to look like when you mess up and, and what the recovery looks like or what you want it to look like when your kid's a mess and how you get them back and what that recovery looks like. So part of the beauty of motherhood is actually the repair that happens, the restoration that happens, the redemption that happens, because those moments will come. Like we have these little creatures that are learning to be human and we're learning to be mothers while they're learning to be human. It's a big mess. And so there's going to be those hiccups, but some of the biggest moments of beauty is how God redeems that and how we can use those moments to actually connect ourselves in a deeper way with our kids. And so use that as part of your vision casting. What do you want that to look like when you have those moments of restoration with your kids? But so in this step, I want you to to write down all of the things that you think you need to do to get to that place of vision casting. Now, this can be so many different things. This can be therapy. Maybe you realize, whoa, this is just totally about my mindset. Maybe I am totally wrong about what I think about this day. I look back and it was a great day. Why am I feeling this? And so you're like, I need to go into some therapy. Or maybe it's getting into a a small group at church so that you have a community to hold you accountable to speak truth into you when you get these voices in your head that come up. Maybe it's taking a parenting class. And we're going to talk a little bit about these things a little bit more. These could be some of the overarching things that are happening. Um, Maybe it's exercising more. Maybe for you, the house 
being in disarray is constantly triggering you. And that is what you need to do in order to find this peaceful place in motherhood is you need to get your house in order. And if you haven't heard me talk about it, the way that helped me is Chelsea Joe. She has an amazing podcast called Systemize Your Life. Uh, I'm in her academy. Um, it's called the Systemize Your Life Academy. If you use the code Morning Mama, you can get $100 off. It has been life changing. And even just her podcast, if you just need some encouragement and some first steps, so incredible. So start there. Maybe that is what it is for you. So whatever those steps are can be a number of things. Write down what those things are that are need you need to take to help get you to that vision that you casted. And after you write all those down, I want you to pick one, just one, that you're going to make a move on this week and figure out what you need to do. Uh, give yourself a due date, put it in your calendar, put it on your phone so it buzzes at you and take an action step so that you don't sit in this place of feeling like a failure all the time. What is it you need to do? And for just a second, I want to talk to those of you that this feeling of failure isn't just a one time thing or, or a, you know, once every now and then it's a constant feeling that you live with every day. And I think there's, there could be a couple things going on that is making it so big. And that's, that's all that you're feeling. So the first thing that it might be is that you need healing. You haven't done that healing work. And this is kind of the, the original origin of this podcast is to help moms get to a place where they're healed so they can live out who God made them to be. They can be present with their kids. They can help their kids be healthy because the moms have done their own work and you can't help someone else be healthy if you haven't done your own work. So maybe that's you. Maybe you need healing. Maybe you are out of control and you're constantly angry and you're having trouble regulating your emotions. You don't even know what that means or even how to begin doing that. Maybe you're easily triggered with anger or anxiety or depression. Maybe you have no clear path to calm down when you get triggered. You, again, don't know what that would look like, how you would get there. Um, maybe you're disconnected from your kids. Maybe you're kind of uh, someone that cuts off when you're feeling overwhelmed or you're in that chaos. And so if any of those things sound like you, then it might be that you need to focus on getting some healing. And that is why motherhood feels so overwhelming and out of control for you. So, you know, some questions to ask yourself is your own mental, emotional or spiritual health getting in the way of how you're showing up for your kids. That might mean you need to take some steps of healing. Maybe it's based on a lie from your pain cycle and you feel this in other areas of your life as well. So if you haven't heard me talk about pain and peace cycles, it's part of restoration theory. It's a theory that I used when I was a therapist and I continue to use it in my coaching now and we talk about it a lot on the podcast. And if this is you and you're like, I need to find healing, a therapist is a great option and I encourage you to go and find one. You can look and see if there's a restoration therapist in your state and you can, um, you know, at least do telehealth with them if they're not in your area or any other um, therapist that, you know, people around you recommend. Or you can also hop in my academy. It's launching soon. I still don't have the date for you, but it's coming soon. I'll let you know. Um, and it's a 12 week program that you go through videos and homework every week. And then we meet for group coaching once a week. And it's just been incredible, the results people have gotten from it and the life change that comes from it. And so I'm excited to share more with you, you know, some of the people that went through it and what their experience was like. And so we'll talk more about that soon. But figure out what your step is. Is it finding therapy? Is it doing co individual coaching with me? Is it uh, joining the My Morning Mama Academy? Like, what is that step for you? But if this is you, you really need to take that step to find healing. And, you know, 
I have a whole episode on this. It's like number three or four or five, somewhere in the very beginning again. But it's all about like, if you think you can't afford therapy, you're wrong. Um, Not that, you know, I know finances can be a struggle, but there's always a way around it, whether you uh, see someone that's still in school or you see someone with a sliding scale, you go through insurance. But what I'm saying is you need to make it a priority above your Starbucks, above your, um, you know, shopping, whatever things that, you know, you spend. If you are in this place of feeling this depletion and this constant triggering, it is imperative that you take some steps to find some healing. Maybe there's free counseling at your church, you know, or a church nearby. Look into that, but you need to take some steps of healing. Okay, so that's one of the overarching things that might be happening. Now, there could be multiple, but uh, another overarching thing that might be happening is that you need to be more equipped in your parenting. And this is kind of what the series uh, has been on about biblical discipline. And I've been trying to just give a few tools to you about how to be equipped. But, you know, listening to a podcast usually isn't enough. You need to dig into a book. You need to be in a program. You need to take some more action steps on that. So some signs that this might be you is maybe your kids are completely out of control. You have no idea what to do. You have no idea how to get them to listen or how to get them uh, to do what they're supposed to. That might be you. If you don't have a clear idea of what the goal is, like what are we even aiming at? What am I supposed to do with my parenting? What what are my roles as a parent? Um, maybe you don't feel confident in what you're doing. You're trying things, but you're kind of just guessing and throwing darts out there different ways. Like you're not sure you don't have a clear direction with what you're doing. Maybe you're confused about how to handle difficult moments. You know, part of this is something I've talked about a lot is that there are so many different opinions on parenting out there and you can so easily get so caught up in like, well, this person said this and this book said this and this podcast said this and now I don't know what to do. And now I'm just stuck in this moment of decision. And maybe I choose one way, but I feel like I'm failing because uh, three other people said that's the wrong way, even though these four people said it's the right way. So you can see how easily you get, get caught in this whirlwind that's just contributing to that feeling of failing. And so if that is you, you need to take a step to figure out what your parenting goals are, what kind of parenting you want to do. Now, you know, if you've been listening to my episodes, I'm all about the book Shepherding a Child's Heart. It has been a life changing for me, just how to really get to the heart of a child and teach them about who God is and his ways in everything that we're doing, not just uh, a little devotional in the morning, not just, um, you know, at church, but all the time we're seeing everything through the lens of helping these little kids learn to follow God. And so that has been a life-changing book for me. I recommend it to you, but there's a million different programs and books out there as well. So uh, ask your pastors, ask some of uh, the moms you respect, like what they do, how they have figured this out and figure out what you need to do and take some steps because that confusion is so overwhelming. Okay. So those are a couple overarching things that might be going on. There could be others, but those are the two big ones that I see and have experienced myself at different moments in my motherhood. And so wherever you're at, whether it's uh, every now and then or all the time, make sure you figure out that one action step. What do you need to do to move towards this vision of who God is calling you to be as a mother? And I promise you, you're equipped for it. I promise that God will give you the strength for it. He will give you the wisdom and the patience and everything you need to live out that motherhood. You just have to have, take those steps. You have to take that action. You have to push yourself 
to do something and not just let those feelings overwhelm you. Let me pray for you. God, I thank you for just inviting us and trusting us in this journey of motherhood. God, what a privilege it is to raise these kids. Lord, thank you that you've equipped and called each and every one of us, God. And I just pray you would speak that into each mama that's listening right now, that she would know that she is chosen for this task and she is equipped for this task, God. And I just pray that you would show her what steps she needs to take, God, to to release this lie that she is failing, to release this overwhelming feeling that she doesn't know what to do. And this is how she just feels day in and day out, God. And we know this is a lie from the enemy. This is not what you said about her. This is not what you have for her, God. And so we just pray that those lies are be gone in the name of Jesus, God, and that you would replace them with the truth of what you say about her, God, and what you are calling her to. God, show her the steps to practically walk out of that lie and to step into the freedom and the beauty that you are calling her to, God. We thank you that you always have answers. We thank you that you're going to walk us through each and every painful step of this calling, God, and uh, you are going to turn it to beauty, God, that you're going to turn every hard thing for good. You promise us that, Lord. So we trust you and we love you and we thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.